Toph, would you say you and Aang have a rocky relationship? So how are you feeling? How would you think? I feel pretty divided. <laughs> <laughs> I feel greatly divided. Greatly divided. I feel like the characters of the Ember Island players, where they're just like, wow, look at this great divide. Eh, all bye. right, bye. <laughs> That's how I wish it, the episode would have gone. <laughs> yeah, they even, uh, in, when they first got there, Sokka said, all right, I've seen enough. <laughs> yeah, same Sokka, same. It's almost like the writers, uh, they knew. They knew. Listen, it's not horrible. It's just bad for avatar yeah when we say it's bad it's it's just in relative to all the other episodes right even the episodes that we've seen already yeah like it's definitely the worst one that we've seen so far for sure worse than the pirates i i don't well you i don't know what's wrong with you but (laughs) i like the pirates episode i I just don't like when when they make katara look bad (laughs) that's my thing well, Which they made them both look bad here too. They made Sokka and Katara. Well, so- I feel like Katara was. She looked worse. Yeah, because she was siding. I feel like. Okay, the question time. Who was your favorite tribe? My favorite tribe? Uh, I probably. Mm, put me on the spot there. I didn't, I didn't think about this. I guess the Zhangs. That's the first one. Like, right. That was my gut instinct. Yeah, I didn't like the Ganjins either. You know why? I think it's because the guy in the beginning was such an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a straight up idiot. Yeah. I was here first. I'm holding the spot. He's like, yeah. the, he's like a guy. He's like a mom who gets in line at Disney. I, and she's holding the place in line for her whole family. I was literally about to say <laughs> right like. Be- and right before you get on the roller coaster, mm-hmm. her whole family comes. Dude, I. Ugh. Or like in a rest, like in a like on yeah, a restaurant that's more likely and, to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... there's a reason why those places say your whole party has to be here before we can seat you. Exactly. Yeah, they were. I feel like they were more annoying, but they were both bad. Yeah, they, they were. were both just bad. I mean, people. They did a good job of making us not like either of them. Rather than making us like both of them, I guess. Like, they tried to make them equal in that sense. I mean, we'll but... talk about it more when we have to freaking analyze, like, analyze this. But, yeah. yeah. It reminded me of uh, that SpongeBob episode <laughs> when uh, when SpongeBob and Patrick are, like, wrestling each other. They're competing at, like, the, the crusty I don't remember the something. exact. The fry cook games. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And But, no, no, they, they like, had beef in the episode or something well yeah because <laughs> synopsis patrick got recruited by plankton and they plankton and, and mr krabs kind of turned them against each other how do you know this I, it's fresh in my brain i don't know like it's a good episode <laughs> it's one of the strongest it is a strong ep- episode. SpongeBob episode i would rather talk about that episode than i this know one. oh my god <laughs> we but, should yeah. we should make that clip um our clip for this episode <laughs> when they say like i don't like you no yeah. i don't like you yeah yeah that'd yes be good. wait wait here let me here wait let me let me find it really quick wait what are you trying to find um let's see uh danielle's on her phone in our podcast <laughs> oh shit <Wait>. i don't like you yeah, we should include that. So that was this whole episode. It really was, <laughs> and it didn't really get resolved. <laughs> no, at least 
the SpongeBob Bob episode had a nice ending. It did, yeah. We'll talk about <laughs> the ending more, but uh, like the ending of the Avatar episode. But yeah. yeah, this this wasn't this wasn't the best. When and when they're coming, they don't send true, their best. It was a true one off, you know. Yeah, I've seen people talk about this. Um, I think that they they think the reason a lot of people think the reason that why people don't like this episode is because if you look at like data i don't know what data don't quote me but this was one of the most replayed and rerun re-ran, re-ran yes re-ran episodes of avatar on like standard nickelodeon that time. makes sense um because it was just so individual and one-off like yeah it was able it's like, a self-contained story yeah, yeah like it would be more likely to grab a kid's attention than like one of the more serialized pieces true um so the reason that people think that all of us hate it so much is because as kids we just were forced to fucking watch it over <laughs> and over again like every time you turned on nickelodeon you saw oh avatars on let Maybe me the turn great it divide. the great divide <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> Every I, time. I literally remember ha- this happening to me, like, all the time. I wasn't a Nickelodeon guy. You know when, like, you, but it's, like, that feeling when yeah. you turn on your favorite kid show and it's an episode you fucking hate. Or, yeah, yeah <laughs> something you've already seen, definitely. Like, yeah. I don't need to rewatch The Great Divide. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I, that's definitely um, a truthful argument. I, I can see why that would cause people to think, like, that they hate it, but I don't know. I... I I think that it is actually not a good episode. Well, yeah, when you barely like break it down, it's just a it's a weak one, you know. It's just yeah, it's weak. But anyway. you know, you still got Ang being Ang and <laughs> doing Mo- his Avatar thing. Momo catching them bugs. Yeah, Appa's not really in this episode. Yeah, what the fuck? Why couldn't they just like take Appa on multiple trips? If it was short enough to walk in a day, <laughs> yeah. like if it was short enough to walk in a day, I think. Listen, Appa's tired. He can't do that. <laughs> I mean, if like, if refugees were on the line, you know, and sick people and old people were, they could have transferred. I don't know. Them. They make a pretty strong point later on in the show to show how, like, how Appa can get very tired and it can affect True. his flying. Um, when they did the chase. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let's. Let's get into it. Let us travel to the Earth Kingdom capital as one tribe. I'm going to! I'm sick of this place! That's some luck you knew Jin Wei and Wei Jin. You could call it luck, or you could call it lying. What? I made the whole thing up. You did not. That is so wrong. Now, where's that custard tart? I'm starving! Chapter 11, The Great Divide. (laughs) I need to say it without laughing. (laughs) I don't know if I can. Chapter 11, The Great Divide. Chapter 11, The Great Divide. Chapter 11, The Great Divide. Okay. (laughs) While camping at The Great Divide, the largest canyon in the world. Wow. Mm. (laughs) Sokka and Katara are bickering about setting up a tent. And Aang uses his avatar peacekeeping skills to settle their argument. The gang is approached by two enemy tribes, the Ganjin and the Zhang tribes, <laughs> hoping to cross the canyon with the help of an earthbending guide. Because crossing alone 
is too dangerous. I don't know if I can match your energy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have that energy. It's the great divide. Yeah. <laughs> Unable to come to terms over which tribe will be able to travel with the earthbending guide, Aang decides to help lead the tribes through the great divide together while Appa carries the old and sick across. Oh, they did do that. I, I said they, he should have done that. I didn't. I forgot. Yeah, you just didn't pay attention to the episode. I, did, I also didn't read this uh, plot summary before you Great, read it. Great, thank you. <laughs> um, warned by the guide to leave any food behind so they don't attract animals, the group sets off. Early into their descent, the tribes are attacked by dangerous canyon crawlers, and in the struggle, the guide is injured, no longer able to earthbend. Unable to keep the fighting between the tribes to a minimum, Aang splits the group up, Katara staying with the Ganjin and Sokka with the Zhang. Each tribe is revealed to have gone against the guide's warning and has snuck food in, even though earlier they were both putting the blame on each other. They both begin to tell very different accounts of their ancestors and how their feud began a hundred years ago. The Ganjins claiming that their ancestor, Wei Jin, was attacked by Jin Wei, a Zhang thief, during a redemption ritual while the zhangs say that jin wei was just trying to help yeah 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 the next day the tribes reunite and the friction starts up again a fight breaks out and amidst the chaos the tribe's stashes of food is revealed drawing out more canyon crawlers ang realizes they can use the food to control the crawlers and they ride them out of the canyon to safety however once they're safe they pick up their argument right where they left off Upon hearing the names of their ancestors, Aang pipes up and states that he knew Wei Jin and Jin Wei, and claims they were just brothers playing a friendly game of redemption. This settles the beef, and as the tribes depart, Sokka tells Aang how convenient it was that he knew the twins. To Katara and Sokka's shock, however, Aang reveals that the story was a complete fabrication, and they make their way to Appa in order to continue their journey. The end. Ooh, that's the episode. Cue the music. Aaron, we have to talk about it. Uh, we have to keep talking about it. I don't know. It. I don't want to. Okay. Is it time for fun facts yet? <laughs> this is already not fun. No, no. We'll save that for later. Um, oh, I mean, it does kind of is a little relevant, the fun facts that you put. Oh, yeah. Ganjin roughly translate to the cleans. <laughs> and Zhang's roughly translates to the dirties. Wow. <laughs> in Mandarin, right? Mandarin Chinese. Uh, Zhang's is roughly the dirties in Mandarin. I forgot if Ganjin is Mandarin as well. Probably. I think so. We should look, we should look that up just to confirm, but... Hey guys, this is Aaron. Quick editor's note, as I was uh, doing the post-production on the episode, I did realize that we did forget to um, mention that, yes, the Ganjin, do uh, Ganjin does mean um, clean or neat, roughly, in Mandarin Chinese. We forgot to mention that uh, later on the episode, but just wanted to make sure that was put in there. Anyway, thanks for listening, and hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. This episode, I didn't... <laughs> I can't even like formulate an opinion on it. It's not bad. Just it's not a bad like it's you know it's the characters being the characters and doing their stuff. <clears throat> I think what's uh, what makes this episode truly so bad compared to the others is that Avatar is a mastery in characterization usually. Yeah, 
And even with their side characters, like Haru, Jet, the pirates, like they're all very interesting, like characters even yeah. though we only see them for 30 you know 20 30 minutes they right. sit they're fully fleshed out they have different sides to them and these guys are just the fucking cleans and the dirties they're yeah. <laughs> they're exactly who they say they are they're both awful no one likes them they both should fight till they die because yeah. they're both awful yeah and like the re- they they have like a representative like from each tribe basically just being like the main character like the main side characters yeah and they're just not good people. No, they're both awful. Like at first, I'm thinking, oh well, the the Gondrans are more awful because they're they just keep calling the Jangs dirty. Yeah, they're kind of like you know uh, elitist. They're very, more, yeah. yeah, but they're both bad. They both like they both snuck food. They both, yeah, they both fucking crippled their... the that poor Earthbender. <laughs> yeah, it really was their fault. Who whose life's like joy is just talking about the fucking canyon and <laughs> yeah. guiding people. Like he really loves just like guiding people through the canyon and like telling them about it. And then after this, he doesn't. He quits his job. He literally. <laughs> he's like, I'm out of here. He literally said that. He, they ruin his fucking <laughs> life. <laughs> Who knows if he's permanently marled by this and he's probably like ever gonna earthbend again. Yeah. Like goddamn. <laughs> people are awful. also the the ending. When Aang, like, reveals that he lied... Okay, first, my, my first issue with that whole thing, when, when Aang gives his story, like, he said it was... It, it wasn't like, oh, he one person stole, like, the ritual orb. It was, no, they were twin brothers who were playing a game of, like, soccer. Not soccer, or like redemption yeah. ball. Yeah, yeah it, it looked like soccer in the little animation. And um, one of them, like, cheated, right? That was like stepped outside the the line, so he got thrown in the penalty. There, box. that's what it was, and they were like kids. It was, first of all, the way that um we are told the story is literally they they are separate from each other. Like, cause Katara goes with one tribe, like the the, the Ganjins, the clean mm-hmm. ones, and then Sokka goes with the dirty boys. Of course, Sokka's with the dirty boys. <laughs> yeah. And um, they each tell their own story to Sokka and Katara, like Which individually. it sets up because Katara and Sokka had their own little rift yeah, in the beginning. Right, yeah. So it sets up, the, by the way, the theme is uh, like cooperation. <laughs> Great. That's the theme. That's Great. Cool. Anyway, so when they tell these stories, Aang is like literally on a cliff, yeah. you know, like, you know, uh, keeping an eye on everyone, essentially. So when we find out these stories, Aang theoretically doesn't know well, what their origins hear, are he does hear katara tell Sokka like they stole their secret orb mm, okay fine but he like got like pretty like fine details yeah like explained in his explanation so the whole premise of ang like being able being just being able to lie about the story in general is already kind of built on pretty you know shoddy uh, claims well here's my problem with the ending is like i said we usually have characters that are so wrapped up like you know in these short little stories and Mm -hmm. we see all of their facets and you know some characters most of the characters who are quote-unquote bad are not just bad they're very multifaceted Mm -hmm. um you know jet we saw just last episode, such a well-developed, yeah. fleshed-out character. We don't really like the character, but, but we he's understand designed, his motivations. Yeah, and he's designed to not be liked. But like, it's these characters are all kind of like Commander Zhao, like just yeah. a cardboard cutout of like a bad guy. Yeah, these are just cardboard cutouts of annoying 
side characters. Bad people, yeah. Yeah, just people who are meant to feud. And this show usually does this theme, and this theme of prejudice against other people. Yeah. It usually handles it so delicately and handles it so well. And this is just like, no, like, it never was resolved. They just hate each other, and the only reason they don't hate each other is because of a lie. Um, And, (laughs) you know, usually we see this fleshed out so well like with Katara and Zuko later on in the series like yeah. coming together based off of your prejudices yeah and overcoming that and this is just like no they don't get along they hate each other and Aang just, Aang just has to lie to them to have them <laughs> yeah. leave them the fuck alone yeah it's like when I was a kid and I didn't like eating food that wasn't chicken so my parents <laughs> lied to me and they would give me like beef and they would just say it's beef chicken <laughs> like that was that was the fix to yeah. just get me to eat that meat but another like issue that I have is I, I don't mind that he lied or no, mm, I do mind that he lied. That's why I'm I'll talk to. about this later. Why I mind that. He yeah. Lied. Yeah. Well, what I, what, what I don't like at all is that he, they decided to throw in, Oh no, that was a lie when they could have had a really interesting lesson in like historical revisionism. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, where, you know, a, a a story or an origin that happened a hundred years ago could just go through the years and get so convoluted and so mm-hmm. different. It's like a historical game of telephone. And retaught in a way to fit their motives. Right, yeah. exactly. I think that would have been a really good lesson or not good, but just interesting. A good point, yeah. Good point to make. It, well, and then they said he lies. Well, and we actually see that later on in the series yeah. when um, specifically Aang is going to firebending school and they're, uh, yeah, they're yeah. teaching them about the freaking genocide. And they're like, in this historic, brave yeah, battle, the, the Fire Nation soldiers he, fought I, their... I like, remember victory. specifically, he said like, or they said they, they fought against the air army. Yeah. And Aang's like, uh... The nomad, like, but there were nomads. There was no army. Yeah, you know, it's that same. It, yeah, the twisting of history to fit your right, d- like your goal. And I think that that's a really important lesson. I I studied history, like yeah. that's my major. I think that's a super important lesson. Not a, like we, a lot of people don't think about bias from historical perspectives, where we're supposed to think about like who, what's if I'm reading a source, what's the author. You know, what's their job? Are they, you know, what's their race? What's their ethnicity? What's their gender, right? A a lot of that can inform their perspective. It would have also made us care about these characters more to find out the truth of what really happened between them. Right. You know, we would have understood the the pain that they both felt for, you know, like, I don't know. I also, it leaves me hang. It leaves us hanging because I I want to know what happened. Yeah, I don't know who's the worst <laughs> right i want to know what the actual story is if both of these people are telling two versions of the same story and they just the writers just don't you know answer that question of what is the truth maybe you that's know, what is the happening lesson. sometimes we'll never know yeah that's the true lesson Jeez, that's so annoying <laughs> yeah so this episode like bec- literally i think just because of that ending like i was watching it like this isn't that bad like it's fine and then when literally the last line or like the last two lines when Aang was like, nope, it was a complete lie. I made it up. I was like, dude. And they're like, just like, the- oh, Aang. Yeah. It, it was like, I was literally saying like, what is the point? What was the point of all also, this? Also, here's why I don't like Aang lying in this episode. Um, uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but if, to my recollection, 
we only see Ang lie like four times majorly in yeah. this whole fucking show. <laughs> um, apart from like the overlying lies where he's trying to hide his identity for in the general public, you know? Yeah, right. He lies in the beginning, uh, his avatar identity from Sokka and Katara initially, which comes from a place of true vulnerability and yeah. fear of being the avatar. He didn't want to face that reality. Right. He lies in, uh, Aaron claims that he has no memory of this episode whatsoever. So he's going to like experience it for like as a new new viewer (laughs) in this season. But Bato of the the Water Tribe. I don't remember that guy. (laughs) I don't remember. Uh, We'll see later. Aang lies um, out of jealousy. Again, vulnerability, you know, a, a place of real pain. Um, he lies to Katara and Sokka again uh, to try to keep them together, but like it backfires and it's just, it's, it's from a, a true place, but it's, you know, it's the wrong thing to do, obviously. Yeah. And then we see him lie um, to his fake firebending classmates when he's trying to get them to basically be relinquished from their propagandic like upbringing in the fire nation. He's trying to teach them dancing and, to have fun and yeah. he's lying about his identity and he's lying about things to them. He's he he's lying in those scenarios to protect himself or other people. Right. And um this he's just fucking lying to get these assholes away from him. Honestly, yeah. I think he's just like <laughs> fucking annoyed by them. Yeah. He's like, stop fighting. This is dumb. And then they're they are stupid enough to just believe it. Yeah. And then right. they're like, okay, I guess we're one big happy tribe now. And they <laughs> set off into the sunset. Yeah. It it just felt very it was very rough for Aang's character because Aang is very moral. Mm-hmm. Um, so even when he does, these it was a little things, questionable. Yeah, it was like what well, he didn't have to. I don't know. Lying just felt very out of character. Yeah. Even though he's immature, sometimes he's not like a straight out liar. He's not know? someone to like. If he it because the this whole episode was also kind of built around built around the framework of Aang realizing that he needs to be a peacekeeper. He mm-hmm. needs to be someone it's, that it's, finds compromise. It's one of his avatar duties. Right. Like we talked, we explored the spirit aspect of it. And now we're exploring like the peace aspect. Right. And that's, that's completely fine. And I think that's like a really good, I think that's a really good lesson to yeah. um, impart to the audience. But the fact that he like in this episode, one of the first episodes that he's like trying to be a peacekeeper he just resorts to lying. Yeah. You know, it, it <laughs> he makes... He doesn't even it, do it successfully. Yeah, it's just like, you could have done other things. Like, yeah, it could. they could have shown us Aang actually being successful in bringing two people, like, these people who have so many differences together. I, they could have used the fact that both of the tribes were refugees yeah. because of the Fire Nation, and Aang could have, like, made them realize that you both are in these shitty situations because of this one goal or of this, sorry, of this one enemy. Yeah. Enemy. So we should work together to, you know, um, get through that and get and work together to get to safety for the people who are the most vulnerable in our tribes. Like he could have used that to be able to get them to see eye to eye in that sense. Yeah. It was, it's just a missed opportunity. I feel like it could have been so easily changed to be a, a significant, substantial episode like all the others. Yeah. 
uh, I saw this, uh, we were watching some videos of like uh, other like, you know, video essays about this episode because mm. everyone has an opinion Everyone has an it. opinion, yeah. <laughs> um, and one guy brought up the fact that, uh, I need a ref, like, I'll find his YouTube. I think yeah, we it, could put it in the description. It's um Super Nerd Daniel on YouTube. He had a video called The Great Divide, The Worst of the Best. And he brought up the fact that uh, out of all the side characters in the series, the Ganjins and the Zhangs are the only people not to be invited for the Day of Black Sun invasion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's... Like, Sokka fucking invites the swamp people back. <laughs> Dude, they were dope. Like, they found everyone. And these are good fighters. Like, they have a full yeah, fight they showed, scene. Yeah, they showed a full fight scene. They were very competent. They <laughs> And as, um, as a... Um, super nerd daniel mentioned they could have just been used as like bodies like you know as shields you know meat, <laughs> meat, shield. meat shields yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. like even Sokka, he did not want them around <laughs> anymore. yeah he, that's how annoying they were solidifying them as the worst side characters yeah we even I see the pirates again do we yeah we do they're um they're used in uh commander zhao's plot to kill zuko at the uh, end of the season okay mm-hmm Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know who's the worst and we never see again? Um that that fucking general from the Earth Kingdom who tries to make Aang yeah, go into the Avatar state. We don't see I I know exactly your He's a about. fucking asshole. We also don't see um the He's just like let's let's make Aang mad. We don't so see we the can, we don't see the village of people who tried to boil Aang in hot oil for uh for Kyoshi's crimes. Oh, right. <laughs> On Avatar Day. Wasn't that the ap- episode where Sokka becomes like a detective? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think these can go in the vault of horrible Avatar side characters we never need to see again. We don't see the fisherman and his wife again, but those uh, are still better yeah. side characters than, <laughs> than these people. That's By the okay. way, guys, okay. brighter things are coming. Next week is the storm. I'm so excited. The storm. Such a good. We're already closing out this one. No, 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 no. We got. <laughs> <laughs> we got. We got a little more to go. Uh, do I have any fun facts? No, I said them already. Yeah, you Damn. already said your fun facts. Oh, so this one actually had a really good ang face. When he the yeah, the, the so custard. Ex- no, no, no. I'll explain it. Uh. <laughs> Uh, he's trying to use the line that he spun on Katara and Sokka in the beginning of the episode where he's like, guys, words don't solve problems. Actions do. He right. said that to them and, you know, it worked. They decide, yeah. And then he, he said it to the, the, the two tribes. He's like, guys, these harsh words, they won't solve any problems. Actions do. Which then prompted uh, the, the, tribe the tribes leaders. to be like, you're right. And then Hank gives the sweetest little like, oh, I was right face. <laughs> And yeah. then they just immediately whip out their swords. They're like, action, solve problems. Yeah. And then they start beating each other. Yeah. That was a good ang face. I like the his custard face. Yeah. When uh, he was, he he found out that they all brought food. So rightfully, I, he got super mad. Again, he they fucking almost killed the earthbender. Yeah. And <laughs> Who's doing this for free, probably, right? Yeah. These are refugees. Like, yeah. He's, He's just escorting people through this and he's, dangerous situation and from the kindness of his heart. I did he mention this? I I think I maybe have filled in the gaps in my mind when I was watching. But when they were um, when they were going through the canyon, he was earthbending certain pathways, and then mm-hmm. when they crossed, he would 
earthbend that pathway out like he would take it away and i feel like that's because he doesn't want like the fire nation to follow yeah him. is that did he yes, say that it's, it's like yeah this is like a, a it's kind of like a safe way it's dangerous but it's a safer way for refugees to travel because the fire nation can't follow them right but he also had like some really cool like little facts he said that canyons are formed by earth spirits yeah, I thought cool. I thought he was gonna say that it was formed by the um, the moles, the badger moles. Yeah, the badger yeah. moles, right? Yeah, we haven't learned yet about um, a lot about the animals and the right. originators of bending. We yet. only really know um, flying bison, right? And we've we seen don't dragons. Really, we don't. Yeah, we've seen dragons, but we don't. We haven't. We really... don't know the significance of them, right? Yeah, I think we'll that... see the koi fish later. We will. They were the originators. Uh, well, the moon is the originator. Right. But the, yeah. Of, of water bending. Yes. It's really weird. Like badger moles, flying bison, dragons, Dragon. the moon. The moon. Like waterbenders <laughs> learned from the been, moon. Could it have been like a cool whale thing? Like they specifically <laughs> say that earthbenders learned from badger moles, firebenders learned from uh, dragons, airbenders learned from <laughs> flying bison, and then what waterbenders just stared up at the moon and like... Hey, man. <laughs> Science. They're Science, water, bitch. Waterbenders are on like some different shit. They're just like, <laughs> I understand. Dude. I understand. The waning. The waxing. Yep. The gibbous. <laughs> the crescent. Yeah, it's it's weird because the, the moon is specifically a spirit and these other situations happen from just natural animals who... But then we learn about the giant turtles who gave everyone bending abilities earlier on in the originating story of Juan. I think we should do a little more digging to into the lore because I, I I think it makes sense. I just maybe, need to make sure. Maybe okay. Here's what I think: the the turtles gave everyone their bending abilities. Like there was, remember there was an air turtle, oh, a water turtle, a fire turtle. And you think they like enhanced their skills by learning? Yeah, they from... learned like the technique from the animals, I which makes sense because they just observed the animals. Yeah, because it's not like if it's not like um they just saw these animals and decided to just like maybe mimic the same moves and just happen to right because you know, we... specific people bend and specific people can't. Yeah, and quick little history lesson uh everyone lived on the backs of these giant turtles and then originally like eventually through this through juan and his events of his life the first avatar they um were able to leave the turtles into the spirit world and the turtles gave them the their bending abilities yeah, as they left to to protect themselves so yeah that makes sense that they they were given the ability but they didn't like know how to really because remember when we saw them bending in the those that early times it wasn't technique. They were just like yeah, they were just waving like their throwing. arms around. And yeah, like we specifically saw Juan with the fire because he was given the fire bending. Right. Yeah, so but I think that's like, a good theory. <laughs> it makes sense. That's probably, that's not a theory. We're saying it's like our, we thought of it. That's it's, probably like very well established in the world of Avatar. It we might just, be. we're not educated on it. Also, uh, Aang's like soccer story. I'd say soccer, redemption ball. It looks like soccer when they show it, but like, what a weird kind of way to lie about it. Yeah, uh, they played uh, uh, Redemption Ball. Yeah, it was it was dumb. <laughs> I can't say anything more. This episode was dumb. Yeah, they just it, it's just the ending. I think the ending is what made it like the worst out of or the the. <laughs> oh, I'm doing? sorry. I was trying to find something. Danielle, what are you doing on your phone right now? 
Just because it's the Great Divide episode doesn't mean you could just slack off on the job. I was trying to find the clip in the Ember Island players where um, they cover the Great Divide. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I can't find it. That's okay. Or they just say, ah, here it is. Great. Let's move on. Great. Well, that was pretty much us. Yep. Because I'm ready to just end this. I'm ready to end it all. <laughs> well, uh, do you have a favorite bending moment? Um. Oh, yeah. Aang with his staff like twirled it really fast and made like a little tornado. Yeah, that was cool. I liked when um, when they were arguing before they went to the canyon and Aang just like put his staff down and like made a gust of wind go by to like yeah. get everyone to shut up. I thought that was a really like power move. Poor really Katara. Move. She just like whipped one cave crawler in the face and then the one of them knocked her water down and then she just <laughs> like she was she was useless. Just, yeah, <laughs> she doesn't know useless. how to suck her water back up from the ground yet can you sweat bend you could sweat bend yeah that's literally in the show oh yeah right in the runaway when they're in jail and they're in a wooden cage oh right and guitar like uses her sweaty pits to nice yeah nice yeah that's the whole um that's really what she learns from hama i feel like we talk about the like the season three episodes every (laughs) single episode like we talk about we talk about the southern raiders we talk about the bloodbending episode like that's that's the same episode no it's the puppet master is the bloodbending episode and the southern raiders is where she goes to avenge her mother, and she uses the bloodbending no um in the puppet master that's where she learns a lot of techniques where you can pretty much find water in anything uh Hmm. and people (laughs) (laughs) how quick do you think this episode would have ended if katara already knew bloodbending so she just bloodbended everyone to shut the fuck up how quick do you think this episode would have ended if momo had a gun that that would have been very quick i don't know the cave crawlers yeah yeah, i was gonna say not that he was gonna (laughs) kill everyone but but was just gonna fucking uh kill all the cave crawlers yeah (laughs) he would have saved the guy the guide, yeah, poor guide. He he doesn't have a name, by the way. He's just the the guide. Bending guide. Poor, like he's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was going like I think he literally is like had a fever from his like injury because he was uh he was like he was like they're not going to make me a part of the food chain. <laughs> yeah, he's like being delirious. Yeah. Man, uh, poor guy. Poor guy. Duh. You know what would have been a good ending to this episode? What? If they took a tip from the guidebook of good old SpongeBob. Same network. Well, so that episode that we were... The the piece of art that we were referencing earlier, um, which we thought was very similar to this episode, the Fry Cook Games, um, that episode was heartfelt and... It was no. It was lovingly resolved between Patrick and SpongeBob when they were both calling each other derogatory names. Patrick was calling SpongeBob yellow, and SpongeBob was calling Patrick pink. And Rick. And Rick. And then their little pants ripped off, <laughs> and SpongeBob was wearing pink little panties, and Patrick was wearing yellow underwear. Oh my! And they both God. cried and hugged each other because. They were they were best friends all along. So you're saying that the Ganjins, the leader of the Ganjins, and the leader of the Zhangs should have just pulled down their pants. Yeah, and the Ganjins should have had just filthy underwear, and <laughs> the Zhangs should have had impeccable. like impeccable, like 
clean white. <laughs> not stain tidy on whiteies. them. Yeah, tidy whiteies. Yep. I think that would have been a more heartfelt ending. I think so, too. Oh. All right, guys. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was our, uh, our, that was our big suggestion for how this episode could have been Yeah, way take better. notes, yeah, Brian. Brian, Michael. Take notes. Come on. <laughs> we just ripped off a SpongeBob episode for you. Take notes. Yeah, same network. Come on. Just, just you guys can, you know, you share guys memos. probably shared a studio. Come on. <laughs> well, uh, I guess that's it. Um, <clears throat> follow our Instagram. Not no, our cats. Follow and, our cats. No, 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 no. Follow our Instagram at Rocky Relationship, and then follow our cats Instagram. Toff underscore underscore boomy. And follow us on TikTok at Rock Relationship Pod. And come back next week when we're actually gonna cover one of the best episodes in Avatar history. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.